Sarah Bell. How are hey, you? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? All right. All right. Um, cool. Yeah, just hanging indoors, avoiding Same. people. <laughs> yeah, that's not new for me. No? Yeah, I love avoiding people. I was saying the one thing I'm like the most upset about, like the thing that I miss the most is like going out to a place and like pretending I don't want to be there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just pretending like, I really you don't want to be there? <laughs> I, okay, so I've been reflecting a lot during quarantine. I think that I used to act like I didn't want to be out. Like pretend like I didn't want to be out. Because now I miss it. <laughs> so but, you go out and then just like cross your arms, lean against the wall and just mope. I'd be like, I can't believe I came to this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm too cool for this. Why did I come? I could have been in bed. Yeah, I usually just try to find a one other person that also feels the same way. And I'm like, oh, we're better than everybody else. Why, why are we here? <laughs> Want to get out of here. <laughs> Well, I guess you could at least like do that on like Zoom calls and do like text someone on the call. Yeah, to be fair, I don't want to be doing this right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm kidding. I'm pretending. Yeah. Thank I'm glad you. I could provide that for you. Yeah, it's like it really is the one thing that I miss. And my family, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Um, have you but have you gone out at all? Have you Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I've been all over the place. My quarantine experience was pretty weird. I was in New York for the first two months. Then I was right. in Jersey. I left Jersey and I drove across the like Midwest with my friend. We like went on a road trip. That's cool. July. Yeah, it was interesting. There wasn't a lot open, but we also were in the car <laughs> the whole time. So we didn't really interact with many people. Um, not the best time to go on a road trip. <laughs> but but also better than nothing. Better than nothing. I'm sure the views were nicer. For then, sure. Better than yeah. New York. Yeah. Things were on... Yeah, this was before shit was on fire, too. I was going to say nothing was <laughs> on fire, but we did drive right through the California coast, and that was on fire a couple, you know, six weeks <laughs> later or whatever. <laughs> so maybe the timing was great. It had nothing to do with me, I promise. I you didn't totally like involved. burn it down. <laughs> you were <Yeah>. totally involved. <laughs> we were revealing my gender. Um, oh God. and we <laughs> <laughs> burnt down half of California. <laughs> but he, just to your friend, you set up fireworks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we drove 1300 miles. And during that, I figured out which gender I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how that started? Yeah. Somebody's gender reveal party. Yeah, they got their baby. Yeah. Well, Their baby like, is going to be made fun of so much. Can so you imagine much. being that baby? Growing up, just being known as that kid who like burned down homes. Like I, I 
part of me feels... And you need to know that both of your... You know automatically that your parents are both dumb. Yeah. Yeah, like you're... Like you don't find out you. later on in life. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we don't do that. And it's like, what do you know about what we don't do? Yeah. And you're like, let me out or I'm burning the house down. That's what I would do if I was that kid. That would like some of my parents. <laughs> the kid's just like, it's in my blood. You know that. I can burn shit yeah, down. Yeah, I was brought into this world this way. What if they became like some sort of X-Men and they could like breathe fire or something? That would be kind of cool. It would be like, that was... So they gained power. They actually... Yeah, like maybe they were actually responsible from the womb. They kind of like made that happen with their Whoa. brain. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good screenplay. Maybe I'll write it. A fetus willed a forest fire into existence. Yeah. It's like, I'm genderless. And from the womb, burnt down half of California. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? I think that's pretty good. Why not? I mean, I'm sure the studios are looking for content. Just, yeah. Yeah, are they? You have more of an idea. You're in LA. You are you know what's up. I mean, my best guess is you just show up and put it in their mailbox, right? You just come up with an idea, go to the studio lot and be like, I got some secret mail for you for the executives. And you just drop in your ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I do imagine yeah I do imagine that that's how Hollywood works I have yeah. no idea how Hollywood works but I do think that it's like you just put your screenplay into one of those like top secret envelopes mm -hmm. and you yeah. drop it off oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and then every, someone reads it yeah it, and then the, that's and then you get the call you gotta wait for the call do you have you have you ever been like an office where they have like secure paper shredding bins? Yes, I used to work in the legal department. Off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just have like those garbage bins out front of the studios. <laughs> you just drop it in. It's locked. And they shred it for you. They're like actually wrong. If you're doing this wrong. They should have that in LA to keep people, you know, in yeah. check. Yeah, there you have your your voting box, and then right next to it is your screenplay shredding box. Oh shit! I'm. I think I I did actually. I'm not going to vote, but I did write a screenplay and I did put it in there. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no, I put my screenplay in the voter box. Ooh. Yeah, and it's like. I hope no one takes it and, and burns it. I think that's what they're doing with the voting box. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw a headline like three minutes ago that said someone got caught burning one. Oh, man. Like, yeah, this were <laughs> The amount of effort. <laughs> Those things are just metal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, I think people go through too much to to for that shit like you're gonna lose your job and your job as a post office person yeah because you're stealing ballots <laughs> that seems like you're really putting your, your whole livelihood <laughs> on the line yeah like i care about the outcome but i'm i'm not planning my day around 
when the optimal time is to destroy a ballot box. Like, yeah, no, you have to go to the gas station, get a little jerry can of gas. You have to locate the right one that's loosely monitored. Um, yeah. One where, like, you have hopefully, to do the act of right. what, what, what they doused it in gasoline and then just threw, threw a, I guess, or, or you put like little, <laughs> uh, like little, like cherry bombs in there. Um, put some kerosene, I guess. I feel like now we're telling people how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this will come out after election day, so it's fine. Okay, good. It's fine. They'll save okay, it good. for four years. But uh, do those ballot bots just exist? Yeah, they came out of nowhere. They showed up out of <laughs> nowhere, and they will probably just disappear, and no one will know where they went. Interesting. I wonder but, if I can uh, get one for my room. Yeah, I'll put all my screenplays in it. Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, look at my vintage ballot box. I would love that, actually. Yeah, yeah, and you get it like refurbished so it can be used for documents. Yeah, or you, I or could something. turn it into my trash can. Yeah, but you need to like ask so the government for the every key. Time- <laughs> going back to destroying a ballot yeah box, go on. um the thing is though you would have to like case the joint sort of like you would have to go and monitor the activity there so like getting into the brain of someone who wants to destroy votes i would assume they don't want to hurt people as well they just want to hurt the country and so they would go and blow this thing up when people are unlikely to go and visit the box. Right? I think that I would assume that anybody that's doing this is mentally unstable. And I think you're giving them like too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm giving the nice guy approach to <laughs> a federal offense. Yeah. You're like, I don't think this criminal wants to hurt people. <laughs> they would never. <laughs> so they're obviously going to do this at the right time of the day. And then they're going to, they have to pick their kids up from soccer practice at three. They're going to church on Sunday. They have to pick the, you know. Honestly, it's so the best no, way I to think do that, it. Sorry, keep going. No, 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 you go. <laughs> the best way to do it is that you have to use picking up your kids as an alibi, right? So you 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 take the time Go on YouTube, you learn how to connect a, a old shitty cell phone to like a cherry bomb or whatever instead of like C4 in the movies, right? And then when you're in the minivan picking up your kids from school, if it's open, then you just hit the buttons, remotely blow it up. You were never there. Yeah, I feel like what you're saying is it's probably the best is the best plan thank you it's also making me feel concerned that you've been thinking (laughs) that you've been thinking about this that you've been figured out already Uh, no i'm just riddled with good ideas yeah yeah Uh, not me most of my ideas are bad (laughs) Um, like strategy i for years i've been just craving 
to get onto a new scheme. <laughs> okay. I, I just, I'm dying for a scheme. Oh, uh, you're a schemer. Yeah, except I've, I don't have one. <laughs> what, like, what's it, like a scheme that you're like, that you've heard of that you're like, oh, that should have been me. Oh, so, well, so. I or like, what, of, what would be like an ideal scheme? I don't really know. I'm not a schemer and I don't really yeah. scheme. So I don't really know how, like, what is a scheme? Well, it's tough because I want to, I want to come up with a one that makes me a lot of money, but then also makes me not feel bad. Gotcha. <laughs> so you want to be like the next balance. Banksy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and yeah, pretend a girl holding balloons painted onto a wall is some like revolutionary art. But um, yeah, that's uh, a good scheme. Yeah, right? it's actually pretty boring when you put it like that. Yeah, <laughs> Banksy's boring. Like as I hell. do art in the night. <laughs> okay, Banksy. Secretly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, um, show your face, dude, so we can tell you your balloons are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's my opinion. Is Banksy sucks? <laughs> we, once we get once we get a, our hands on Banksy, he's totally getting a swirly. Like that nerd's got to yeah, get taken a down a nerd. notch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come yeah. on. Show your face, Banksy, if you're listening. Yeah. Well, you know he is. Always. Yeah. My friend and I were actually just talking about Banksy the other day and how it would be really funny if it was somebody like that's, you know, already established for it's like it's like Elon Musk or like Donald Trump is Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> how would you would have bet it? It's just like Jared Kushner's cousin. Yeah. Well, what? Yeah, it could be anybody. I guess that's the idea. That's why. <laughs> I guess that's why it's a scheme. It could be anybody. And somehow is making tons of money, but no one like if you buy some sort of Banksy piece of art, where are you sending the money to? Because even if you do a wire transfer, a name has to be there. Yeah, I mean, maybe Bitcoin, but B Banksy was was Banksy before? No. Bitcoin's Banksy's been around for a really long time. Banksy's been around Really? Longer. Maybe there's Banksy coin. Oh my God. Banksy coin. That would be great. Imagine how much money we could make off Banksy coin. It also already has like, it's like a good name because it's bank. See? Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So... There's already like <laughs> I don't know anything about Bitcoin. I watched like eight documentaries and I was trying to understand. And I'm like, yeah, it's like a network with <laughs> encryption. And I'm sure you heard uh, blockchain a lot. Oh, the block Banksy blockchain. Yeah. It's good. That's I like a good. It's it sounds crunchy. Well, that, <laughs> that's how he gets around the globe undetected, and does all these crazy large art pieces, and no one knows who he is. Yeah, Banksy. What but what's so? 
what's the scheme? What's the scheme that you're that you want to get into? Well, I saw one on Craigslist years and years and years ago, <laughs> and it was honestly brilliant because it 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 was it was kind of based off of a uh, um, pyramid scheme. Uh, okay, but. it's based on but what it is was like how to grow your social media followers thing right and okay what you do is okay if you pay me five dollars only five dollars like it's it's a it's a four hundred dollar deal but you know what i'm on craigslist i'll give you a deal five bucks i'll send you this pdf that shows you point by point how to blow up online, right? And then (laughs) the whole thing is mostly just the ad. (laughs) So then people buy it, but then they, they have to just post more Craigslist ads with the same images. And all you have to do is make one PDF. It's just bullshit, right? It's five dollars. No one's gonna like regulate what you put in it, and so you. <laughs> let's, so let's many say questions. You you sell like five or ten of those, right? You get some cash, and then they sell it. They have to repost their own ads to Craigslist, and yeah, it's not fully. So thought it doesn't out, have but, anything to do with. Instagram followers, they're just paying for this PDF. Yeah. To learn how. Wow. That sounds confusing. <laughs> right? Well, but the, I the also best feel like I don't, don't fully understand how pyramid schemes work, to be honest with you. Well, with the pyramid scheme. But would they like be like when they repost it, are they getting other people that originally got them hooked getting a dollar of their five dollars? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a favorite scheme. <laughs> <laughs> and, but the thing is, like, we all make money. And if you choose to take it seriously, you could make a lot of money with it very easily. But if, if, if yeah. you're lazy, if you're lazy, don't come crying to me about how it's a scheme. I give you the, the tools to do this, I give you the tools for success. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I used to sell like makeup. I did like selling makeup online kind of shit for a Wait, minute. Wait, you cut, you cut it like, for a sec. What'd you say? Can you, or am I good? Yeah, yeah. It just like glitched okay. out. Oh, I was saying I did sell like Avon makeup, which is like technically a pyramid scheme because it's like you have like a representative get commission area and they like part of their job is to recruit people to also do it but i think it's like not as much of a pyramid because you only it's like you make you only make a commission it's not like you buy all the product beforehand and then have to sell it out but you still have to like you still have to like pay them every time you make like they get commission off of your sales? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I it got, is. But I it, got approached but by if, someone. It's a, if you get if you grind, you can make money off of it. You just you need to know a lot can. of women that care about their <laughs> hair care or whatever. Avon is makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you sold a lot. I wasn't good. <laughs> I wasn't good. Actually, to be honest with you, I think my mom was selling it and then she got me under her. So oh. I got pyramid <laughs> by my mom. <laughs> it's classic. Trying to give you opportunities. I get it. Yeah. I I got there's this like one dude I met pre-pandemic who was like I don't know. He was like at this like bar. I decided to go in and get a sandwich at for lunch. And we started talking because it was slow. And, you know, it seemed like we had similar interests. And it's like, oh, cool. I guess this is how you meet new friends at 30. Like, what what am I supposed to do? (laughs) (laughs) And then (laughs) and then he like wanted to meet up for coffee one day and so i was like all (laughs) right fuck it yeah why not and so we go we go to the starbucks i show up and i'm wearing like a bernie t-shirt and (laughs) just like all right yeah sick i sit down and then he comes in in a suit and then his wife's with him and she's all dolled up in a you know fancy dress and stuff in a Starbucks. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a schlub with a, <laughs> with a socialist t-shirt <laughs> and yeah. then sitting next to the suit. Mr. Capitalist walks in <laughs> with his hot wife. Yeah. And then, and then they, uh, they start talking to me about, uh, if I, if I want a mentor. Right. Interesting. And, Pretty quickly, I, I figured out what they were doing, and they're trying so, to fuck you. <laughs> no, they 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 oh, were trying okay. to bring me into this financial opportunity with uh, economic mentors. But uh, oh. I uh, I figured out that they were trying to pull me into this thing early, and then I just made the conversation go for like three hours. I wanted to waste their time. Yeah, that's great. So you had a lot of questions about the opportunity, about the financial opportunity. I did. And, uh, (laughs) you know, and then I was trying to like get into the math of it. And they're like, well, once we, once you read up on this documentation, we'll meet up again next week. And uh, you can take our copy of this book. And I forget what it was. Rich dad, poor dad. Yeah, that's one of those financial uh-huh. books. That's like, yeah, and I watch a lot is, of. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you I was go. gonna say I watch a lot of YouTube videos trying to understand the stock market, and the ad is always that guy. Yeah, it's always yeah. the guy that wrote "Rich Poor Rich Dad Poor Dad." And the thing is, I actually did read it when I was way younger. I don't remember anything from it, but I did technically read it in full and was able to tell them no i've read this let's move on to the second session now and then they're like well you could take our copy and read this i'm like oh boy we're not doing this yeah sounds like a cult it really felt that way 
And the amount of times they told me it's not a a pyramid scheme. <laughs> oh yeah, you always want to lead with what exactly? Yeah, it's like if someone asked me on a date and they're like, "I'm not a murderer." I'm like, "Okay, well now I'm thinking about that." So yeah, it's just like also, all really... your pictures are you axe throwing. So like now I'm like confused. <laughs> I really love uh, sharpening blades. Uh, the sound. Yeah, my of interests it. include women screaming, <laughs> favorite music, slashing, violence, yeah. <laughs> finding cool hidden places to bury things. Yeah. Dang. Don't worry, I'm not a murderer. Going to Home not, Depot. This is not a Buy murder opportunity. <laughs> I wonder how successful that guy is at the bodega at recruiting people because he met you oh, when he, you were trying to get a sandwich. No, he was working at a bar. So I was just sitting there and I oh, ordered a sandwich. You were getting a sandwich at a bar. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He tells me they're going you're at a corner store. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a restaurant bar. It was like a chain place, but it was slow. And he was working? Yeah, he was working. Like bartending? At, uh-huh. Why would you want financial advice from the guy that's serving exactly. you your drink? Exactly. Especially because <laughs> we talked about our jobs and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing all right. You know, freelancing, doing stuff. It's cool because I can like go around middle of the week and get lunch when I want to. And so like... <laughs> Why? Why would he think? Meanwhile, I would be a good he's working behind. Too? Yeah, no, <laughs> no. That's. I thought that that actually was better than him, like just standing next to you at the bodega getting a sandwich as well. But it's actually it's worse because like, yeah. Oh, you like take a, fives? Yeah, it's like if you're. <laughs> I don't want to compare. All right, I don't want to compare bartenders to garbage men. But it's like if my trash guy was like, hey, you want to learn about the stock market? <laughs> and you're like, you're still a trash man. Don't tell me you're doing this because you love it. <laughs> you smell like trash. It's like, well, I don't, the smell isn't the best part, but I like that it forces me to wake up early. I'd be like, yeah, we're not on the same page. I don't want your <laughs> advice. <laughs> Uh, well, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, be mindful of who you take advice from. And if they want to meet up for coffee, know why first. Yeah. I think that's good. I've yeah. never met up with for, to get coffee with someone who I didn't know. Yeah. Well, it was just like this weird thing where I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's start saying yes to things. Let's oh, I've been in a yes me. mode. You've like, been in yes mode? It's not me to say, yeah. I said yes to everything that's happened in the last six months. <laughs> it's yes, worked I'll out fine, inside. though, because I'm like not, yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm saying yes to the state. The state's telling me what to do, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm following the rules relatively. <laughs> <laughs> we're all doing our semi best but um so sarah so 
I uh, oh. <laughs> I did want to, while all of that was fun, I did want to bring you on to talk about something. I think it's an interesting subject. Uh, and I think, um, I think you might get a lot of heat for it online, whether or not they know it's you um, who is behind them. <laughs> yeah, I'll take um, the heat. And so I, I figured I'd try to give you the opportunity to talk to everybody and, you know, explain your thinking. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, you mind opening up and uh, explaining why it was your personal decision to have Christmas music played earlier and earlier every year? And then okay. I guess, how'd you coordinate <clears throat> getting it? played actually everywhere music is played this is something i'm actually like really passionate about and i appreciate you bringing me on i'll take all the heat there is like a very specific reason that i want christmas music to play earlier <laughs> pre-thanksgiving you got a problem with it it's almost halloween Fuck you. I'm playing it November 1st for playing Christmas music. And it is because it is the only time of the year that they will play Josh Groban <laughs> on the radio <laughs> in the stores. And believe it or not, I'm a Grobanite. And I have been for a really long time. I was a Grobanite. From the time I was maybe in middle school. Mm -hmm. And it's like, he had that one song, You Raised Me Up. They played it for a little while. Like, they played it in the stores. They would play it out on the radio and shit. That stopped. And now the only time of the year that you will hear Josh Groban is during Christmas. And he <sighs> is one of the greatest musicians that has ever existed in our time. And... Every time prior and in the future, I should have <laughs> I shouldn't have specified times. I should have just said of all time, but I had to really emphasize that I think that Josh Groban is the best musician that's ever existed. His music should be playing year round. It is literally a sin that it's not. And in the spirit of Christmas and understanding sins. <laughs> I have tried to, I've made a great effort in my life. It's like one of, other than, other than doing stand-up, I think that it is like the one calling that I have in my life is to make sure that Josh Groban is playing as long of the year as possible. Wow. And yeah. You know, I, I would have never guessed that. Like if someone were to ask me why this is the case, I would have to be, oh my God, I have to go and ask my friend Sarah Bell. Because she was behind this, but like. Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with Christmas music specifically. I could take or leave Christmas music. I do not care. But when I hear the voice of Josh Groban in the grocery store, <laughs> like the voice of a goddamn angel, I am. I'm happier. I'm more joyful. I feel more cheer. These are like the things that we associate with Christmas. Okay. And it's and stuff that we could be feeling all year round if we were listening to Josh Groban, but we're not. Mm. And it's a lot easier to get people to listen to Christmas music more right, than to right. specifically listen to the only pop opera musician that's ever existed. 
Okay. And I'm not kidding. I am a huge fan of Josh Groban. No, I, I believe you. I believe you. Um, I, I have so many thoughts. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, one is maybe, uh, have you tried like contacting him or his people and try Absolutely, to get Absolutely. I've tried to contact him. <laughs> And try to get like him to record songs for other holidays throughout the year. Yes, I actually I did. I contacted him I, and I contacted Adam Sandler together, and I was mm. like, "What about Hanukkah?" Oh, okay. and then they were like, "Well, this is the same season, so it's not really going to <laughs> add any Josh Groban time to the year." Okay. Um, and then like he, I don't know what his deal is. He's not into the 4th of July. Interesting. He is not, he hates patriotism. (laughs) (laughs) Um, which I think is why he actually sings in so many different languages than English. Does he? He's, he's, yes. And it doesn't have anything to do with him being like an opera singer. It has to do with the fact that he hates America. American patriotism. (laughs) But yeah, that's a good idea. Um, What would you think? Like, I mean, there's really just aren't that many um, holiday. Like there aren't really that many holidays where people have music. So it's like, what? Is that an opportunity then? Like Easter or... Um, Columbus Day or Columbus um, Day <laughs> Labor Day <laughs> yeah maybe Labor Day uh, yeah I think that there would be good. it would be good to have a few like kind of like opera like pop opera songs for Labor Day that you're going to listen to at the barbecue yeah I would love that I would love to be like smelling hot dogs and hearing the voice of the <laughs> one and only protege himself, Josh Groban. <laughs> yeah, I'm like literally like having a moment to myself right now where I'm like, if we could be, if we could be listening to Josh Groban year round, especially in the summer months. Like I said, Fourth of July is out for him. I don't know what his deal is. Right. Not into America. But I think that maybe like Flag Day. Okay. We could get get him. And like my dream would be like my birthday's in June. You know, if he could sing me happy birthday, that Sarah's would also day. be good. <laughs> How would that song go? Oh, I'm just like, I just was thinking that he would sing happy birthday, but if he would write a song specifically for me, I would probably kill myself immediately after because I would be... That would be the happiest moment of my life. <laughs> it wouldn't get any better than that. Um, do you already have <laughs> it written and you just want him to play it? or I have a few songs written for Josh Groban. you mind sharing sure. any of them? I, I, <laughs> I understand it might be it embarrassing. Would, yeah, it would be embarrassing because, you know, to even like compare my voice to somebody as talented... And perfect as Josh Groban. It would be like, oh, you know. Could you at least um, share some of the the names of the songs? 
Yeah, so the the number one song that I've written for Josh Groban to sing <laughs> to me specifically is a love song, naturally. And it would also happen to be, you know, at the end of the song, it would be a proposal. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's called uh, The Light of My Life, <laughs> comma, My Soulmate, comma, How Long Did It, How Did It Take This Long for Us to Meet, <laughs> colon. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. And that would be kind of like a ballad, you know? Gotcha. Okay. An opera, an operatic ballad. So like, uh, <laughs> kind of like the ups and downs of Bohemian Rhapsody, but for love. And, in yeah, the and then Josh Groban. Yeah. So better. <laughs> the Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> wow oh, man it's uh, hard to talk and think about how much i love josh groban oh i'm sorry at the same so, time <laughs> then um would you can all right so going back to you know christmas music the mission holiday music music playing while you're grocery shopping or wherever you are can you can you kind of like demonstrate what your experience is like going into one of these stores and hearing your beloved Josh Groban music? Yeah, absolutely. So it'll be like, I'll be walking through the store, I'll probably be doing something boring. I'll probably listen, be listening to something boring, like a podcast. On your right? headphones. And then through, yeah, and then through the podcast, I won't even hear what the song is. I will hear the tones of God and I will be like. And then I take my headphones out and I realize that it is Josh Groban. And then I look around. I kind of like read the room. I got to look around. I got to make eye contact with everybody that is around me in the grocery store. I have to be like <laughs> anybody else <laughs> hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> and usually it's no one but every once in a while it is someone and for the people that it's not like that don't get it I will go up to them and I will say hey I'm sorry I know that you're trying to pick out apple these apples suck it's not really apple season I don't know why you're really looking at the apples <laughs> but did you know that this is Josh Groban playing and typically they'll be like, no, I know it's not apple season, but my kid only eats apples. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and, and then I say like, you know, you have to really understand like this is Josh Groban. This is the only time of the year that you're going to hear him. So you have to open your eyes, open your ears and listen. Feel joy for the first time in your life. Wow. Tell your kid it's not apple season, <laughs> you know? And it's so like... Go ahead. I'm really like I am I am in the small window that I get to hear Josh Groban. I am out there promoting, telling people what's up, telling mm. people to listen to him. Because if he ever goes away, like what am I gonna do? Yeah, right. <laughs> then can you have you had any success with uh 
converting these people who are aren't uh Grobenites. Grobenites? Like have you seen <laughs> their eyes fill up with the light of Grobenitism? Um there yeah, there have been a few people that have been converted that have come over to the good side of the, the Grobenite side. Um, there have only been a few times where I've seen it organically happen where someone just heard on their own and they were like, oh, what am I, what am I hearing right now? Um, but yeah, there are some other people where it has taken time. I'm like, okay, you got to listen to solo parti. You got to listen to the deep cuts. You got to really understand his story. You got to understand that he was like not spo- he was a protege. He started writing music when he was 13. Mm. He sang at the Grammys because that other opera guy couldn't make it. When he was like 17. You got to really understand like where all of that creativity is coming from. You have to like see that he was on The Office and he's also funny. You know, there's like a lot about him that people don't understand. And I think that they, they, they put him in that Christmas box. Mm. They put him in the Christmas box. He has one Christmas album. He sang on the soundtrack to Polar Express. They play that song all the time. It's not the best song. But it's the only one that Tom Hanks didn't sing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there are. <laughs> so you're saying people should open up that Christmas box and take that gift of Groban and the gift of Groban and use it all year. Yes. It just it's like you know, there are some people that hang their Christmas lights up all year round. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that listen to Josh Groban all year round. So then, And I think that both of those people are having more fun. They're like enjoying their life more. It's like, why take them down? If this brings me joy in December, why do I not just leave it up all year round and experience that joy 24-7, 365? And on a leap year, you know the deal. Right, right, right. <laughs> and um, so then I guess my my really, the only other question I have on this is uh, if, if you were able to get Josh Groban into the homes and hearts of everyone, for Groban to be played all year without you clicking a button on your phone to play it, will you uh, call off the uh, the team of people playing Christmas music earlier and earlier? Like, will you get them to cut that out? Or will you just keep things the way they are? Um, that's a really good question. It's actually not something that I've ever thought about. So thank you for bringing that up. Um, I, yeah, I, I I mean, I really don't care about like Mariah Carey (laughs) or that one Paul McCartney song that is literally the worst Christmas song. (laughs) 
Um, if we could wait till after Thanksgiving for all of the other music and we could just start playing Josh Groban year round, I think I would be okay with that. But the thing is, is I think it's really hard to get people to like change and adapt. And it's like, mm. you know, if people are into the Christmas music at that point, fine. My mission would then become, how do we play the most? It's like, take a few how many times am I listening to that Mariah Carey song? Everywhere I go. Take a few of those out. You're going to plug in Noel by Josh Groban. And <laughs> so I would probably switch my, I would actually probably keep it. This is my hard answer. I would keep it, but then I would change my mission to change, to trying to make it More almost Groban. exclusively Josh Groban. <laughs> <laughs> You know? Yeah. Or you secretly make the Groban songs louder than all the others. To me, they are louder because my ears perk up. I feel like I have like a higher frequency specifically for his tone of voice. And you just perked up just talking about it. <laughs> you just like, like you're just like. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to listen to Josh Groban after this call. And then I every day for the rest to. of my life. I, you know, I honestly didn't give him a good shot. But then once you started breaking down his history, his comedy. Oh, my God. Do we have everything? someone's being converted as we speak? I, I, I don't know about full conversion, but. Uh, You're going to at least give it a try. And that's I'm all I can ask curious. of people. I love that. Yeah. Can I steal that? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to take that. <laughs> I'm like, you don't have to decide now, but as long as you're curious. Yeah. You're growing curious. curious. I'll, I'll, curious I'll, give about the growth of it. <laughs> I'll give him a shot. Um, yeah, do it. Wow. This is honestly, <laughs> I did not expect all of this to be fueled by a Groban passion, but it makes so much sense. And I think people can Thank finally rest. They can relax. They can know that hearing this Christmas music earlier and earlier, they no longer need to be mad. It's no, to fulfill the wishes of Grobanites. Voice of an angel. Wow. Well, thank you for letting us in on that. That's that's huge. Of course. Um, I hope I've really changed people's lives in this conversation. You may like have next time mine. you hear it, you hear Christmas music, right? you know, on Thanksgiving and you're like, what the fuck? You hear it November 1st, you're like, what the fuck? Just leave it on and wait till you hear a Josh Groban song and then you'll understand. I That's all I can say. Even if this podcast totally tanks and fails and I quit doing it in like six months, I will always think about this forever. <laughs> That's really exciting. Yeah. I think about it all the time. And I didn't even realize that. <laughs> Until now. But I well, do think about it all the time. Fuck yeah. This is great. Um, so while, while you're here, you know, um, I would like to, you know, you're, you're passionate. You're funny. Thank you. You're smart. You come Thank up you. with a you came up with a great plan for listening to more Groban, 
a scheme, if you will. The best I could do. Yes. Um, I am a schemer. You're a schemer. Wow. I didn't even know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, taking all of this, putting it together, using all your expertise, um, it's the perfect combination of traits, of knowledge that someone can have to help uh, a specific person in a specific situation. And I would love your advice for them. Okay. So what... (laughs) (laughs) So Sarah Bell, what would be... What is... What's your advice for someone who makes up their own rules mid-game? Mid, like what? What kind of game are they playing? Doesn't matter. Any game? So yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, my advice to someone who's going to make up their own rules during, in the middle of a game. Sounds crazy to me. My advice is to get help. (laughs) (laughs) My advice would be to go to see a therapist, stop being such a narcissist, try to like figure out like, why are you so rebellious? Why are you going to like abandon the rules midway? Also, honestly, the only people that I can think of that are going to switch that up mid game is a loser. And then I would ask that person to look at themselves in the mirror and ask them why they're such a loser. (laughs) What do they need in their life to become a winner? And to be honest with you, they should go and listen to the song You Are Loved by Josh Groban. (laughs) (laughs) And find some self-worth and understand like it's not all about you. Do it for the love of the game. If you don't love the game, why don't you just quit and then be, go from a loser to a quitter? People like quitters more than they like losers because there's stuff that you can quit that's good, like smoking cigarettes or something. If you're a loser, it's always a negative. So I would say to that person, either get help, listen to Josh Groban, or just become a quitter instead of a loser because that's to me, is better, ultimately. Wow. Become a quitter <laughs> instead of a loser. I love it. I'm sure everyone who's currently listening to this while playing a game <laughs> and thinking about changing the rules yeah. uh, will greatly appreciate this. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you. This is great. Thanks. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. In the episode description, you can find links to follow me, today's guest, and force opinions on social. For updates, clips, and graphics based on the episodes, follow Forced Opinions Podcast on Instagram. And while you're there, please feel free to DM ideas for me to use in future episodes. I'm excited to see what you all submit.